How's it going, everybody? Good morning. Good morning, good morning. My name is Josh. My name is Logan. And today we're going to do part two of our video that we kind of started shooting yesterday. And part two is about agency and the different types of agency. dive right in what does agency mean even what um, is that it establishes a, a professional relationship between the broker and the client um, you know it typically used in real estate I don't know do you guys have different types of agency in the mortgage world or is it more kind of just standard you know you're the lender that's a great question um, so yeah it's way different in the lender world than it is in the realtor world um, I can say that because I've been both done both still am both technically yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, we don't have we don't have like uh, licensee agreements. We don't have any of that stuff as far as consumer signing off to use you and only you individually, and what the fiduciary responsibilities are to that. Um, the NMLS basically sets the standards for the mortgage industry, for the lender industry, for LOs, yep. and they have to adhere by those you know industry standards basically. Yep. Um, but there is an agency like there is in the realtor world. Well, and that's why you guys have all those disclosures that you have to go over, like, I, correct me if I'm wrong, Title Eight and things like that. Like yep. back when um, 08 happens, you know, all kinds of new regulations yeah. came out. Dodd-Frank. Yeah, you have so many things that you have to have them be aware of and sign, but you, I guess, you know, like you said, you don't have specific agency with. Correct. And that also means that, you know, uh, and it happens a lot, you know, people go out and they rate shop and they shop different, different brokerage houses. And that's because when you start working with a mortgage lender, you are in no way bound to them at all. You're able to go and seek a pre-approval or seek rates from any lender, right? Yep. It's kind of different. I'm, in I'm those. sure though that there's something in those disclosures that <laughs> Even though they're able to shop around, mm -hmm. you as the professional still have fiduciary duty to them. You know, you can, you have to be confidential and you know, oh, absolutely loyal and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Well, and that's where again, I mean, it that more along so goes with um, the overall licensing process. Whereas in the realtor world, which we'll start talking about, is you have different kind of responsibilities that each consumer signs off on on like a listing agreement or a buyer's agent agreement or a transaction licensee. Yep. We don't have anything like that in the mortgage world. It's more of these are the set standards that you operate by for every single consumer, irregardless. Yep. And whether they're working with you or not, correct. You know, yep. If they hit you up at all, you have to be you know yes. on it. Yep, it. that's exactly right. Yep. Um, so yeah, before we get into the different types of agency, uh, I guess let's touch on the fiduciary duties we were kind of talking about. Yep. Um, so the acronym, I've actually tested my guys on this, the acronym is a cold. Um, <laughs> and actually, if you Google it, they give two C's. When I learned it in pre-licensing okay. classes, I only learned the one C, but it makes sense. So a cold, you, you know, is accountability, confidentiality is what I learned, care is the other C. Mm. Obedience, loyalty, and disclosure, which all of that makes perfect sense. Obviously, we need to be accountable and loyal to you know all of our consumers and clients, and we need to give disclosure and keep everything confidential between our relationship. Yep. Um, on the consumer notice, every licensed realtor has to have a consumer notice signed by their or consumer because um, they might not turn into a client, whether they're 
going to work with that professional or not, you need to present a consumer notice. That way yep. they understand the different types of agency yep. and what role you would be fulfilling if they would decide to work with you. Yep. Um, so the, the three most common is the buyer agency, the seller agency, and the dual agency. Designated agency comes into play sometimes, but pretty rare. Um, buyer agency, pretty self-explanatory. You're representing the buyer in the transaction. You're going to go and show them the homes. You're going to help them get pre-approved and work with lenders. This is where you provide a lot of value with your relationships with inspectors and contractors and anything along those lines is going to help you get the deal across the finish line on the buying side. Um, and then with selling agency, it's the opposite of that. You're working with the seller. You know, right. You're going to do the listing. You're going to do the marketing. You're going to hold the open houses. Um, there's a lot more out-of-pocket costs with selling yeah i've come to find I yep. mean, other than your gas money on the buying side you're not really spending much money on the client but when you're marketing and um you know taking the time out of your day to then go do the open houses and you know i also get my clients houses cleaned you know we were just talking about that so yep. you know there's a lot of other expenses but that leads to more business you know you do a great job get them top dollar for their home they're going to refer you to others and also you know give you a call when they want to go buy Yep. I always loved um, the kind of double-edged ability with a listing because, one, you get your sign in the yard, right? And yep. so that's brand awareness. Yep. Um, and then you also can tend to get a lot of buyers from it because buyers see your listing yep. and they call you directly from Zillow or Realtor or they see your sign and then they call you and then they're not working with an agent. And so you have the opportunity to get buyers plus open houses, right? Yeah. And so um, it's a great time ROI. It is usually more money out of pocket up front, but obviously once you sell the listing, you get reimbursed that plus more and you get the ability to get more deals out of it because you know you could potentially get buyers. Yeah. So. Yeah, 100%. I think I'm averaging probably one buyer per listing. That's pretty, like, I mean, know. that's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. double. Yeah. That's doubling your business production exactly. from one listing. You yeah, know? whether they're buying that house or not, like there are some listings where I don't get any, and then right. others where like I've gotten three out of one listing. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I will say typically, and I think it's because there's a larger buyer pool, like mobile homes and like yeah. townhouses, real yeah. homes and stuff. Yep. that's where I'm getting a lot more. more buyers out yeah. of. Whereas you know <laughs> these higher end listings, you know, there's only so many people that can afford a home like that. I uh, especially now with interest rates, right? Yeah. I just opened up an email before we hopped on here that the new average uh, monthly mortgage payment in America is over $3,000 a month. Yeah, <laughs> that is insane. And the, the crazy part is, is that's on houses that used to be like probably $1,800 a month mortgage. Oh, yeah. So it's yeah. going up $1,200 in the last hey, year. You, you as my lender can relate to that with my purchase. <laughs> I sure <laughs> we're, can. We're right there. <laughs> I, I just did a cash out refi on my home. And, you know, in some senses it was dumb because I have a higher interest rate, but we had a ton of equity built in yeah. and sitting in the position I'm in, you know, I'm going to refi it in a, in a year probably exactly, anyway yeah. at a lower rate. What, so. Well, that's why I, said, I made a joke to you because there's speculation about rates going down. I, yeah. I'm doing a new build guys. And the way that my loan structure is set up is I'm fixed at my rate, but if a rate lowers by the time of completion, because they do draws on a new construction loan, they do draws. And once the project is completed, it converts to a 30 year note. Well, on that 30 year, if there's a more desirable interest rate, I can get that interest you get, rate. You get so, the, so I'm like, hey, let's just uh, buy us some time until, <laughs> you know, we get closer to election season let's and hopefully, uh, you know, rates get dropped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, it's it's a wild, it's it's the wild, wild west right now for interest rates in yeah. that whole world. So For sure. Yeah. Um, 
I know you're kind of uh, out of practice on the realtor side. Do you mm-hmm. know um, how many different ways or, you know, the timeline of um, advertising your listing, marketing your listing? What are, what are the, how many are there and then what are they on how much exposure you can get on a listing? Uh, are you saying for like bright, like MLS purposes well, yeah. or like? I mean, there's, there's a couple different ways that you can market the home. Sure. Well, one thing, and I don't know the answer to this, by the way, obviously, but... um, It's a wordy question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you have to have a list. Once you have the listing contract in hand, I think it states a certain amount of time that it needs to be in the MLS. Yeah, correct. Yep. I I don't know what it is for well, 48 hours or something, unless it's coming yeah. soon or whatever. But well, then there's even this uh, certain amount of time you're allowed to have it coming soon for before correct. you. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the number. I don't well, know. That, that's one of them coming okay. soon. And yeah. Then yeah. Active on the market. Okay. Pending. Yeah. And then sold. There we so go. You, you have four different opportunities to go and market that listing and get your name more exposure for you. Right. You know, hey, building the hype yep, on yep, the property. Yep. Okay, now we're live. We got the yep. open house this Sunday, whatever right. the case may be. Oh, hey, it's two days on the market, pending, yep. you know, crushed yep. it. And then once it's sold, it's like, hey, sold this. Yeah. You know, no contingencies yeah, on the list. Yep. You know, so there's there's multiple ways that you can market just that one list. Yeah, split it up into multiple different advertisements. Exactly. Um, the other agency that isn't as common, but it was very common for me because of kind of how I did, ran my business was transactional licensee. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, did that, that all the time. That was the top of my mind. I was thinking, you know, going into dual agency yeah. next. But yeah, transactional well, licensee is very, very common for yeah. something like what something we like, yeah. yeah. And transactional licensee, you actually don't have a fiduciary responsibility to either party. And basically what that means is you're just doing the paperwork for them for a flat fee. Yep. And you're not representing either side. Correct. Um, I did a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, back in the day when we were wholesaling and that kind of thing because we would back out and then just end up doing transactional licensees. Well, yeah, because we were representing our own interests. So <laughs> we weren't representing the seller. We weren't representing the buyer. Mm-hmm. They were coming together, sometimes with a buyer agent, um, you know, and the yep. seller had no representation and we were acting on the seller's behalf right. on, on a transactional licensee basis. No yep. fiduciary duty at all, mm-hmm. no representation at all, just doing the paperwork for them. I used to love transactional licensees. I think there's a, there's a few... Brokers that I know that pretty much operate that way, yeah. they, they'll even like, they'll they'll do listings but take no commission and then just do the transactional licensee. They basically yeah. just throw the throw the listing up on the MLS and wait for a buyer and then they'll do the paperwork for the yeah. for both parties. I mean, it's probably lucrative because you're not spending the time and the money marketing. Oh, all, yeah, for all sure. All you're doing is popping on, that, popping on the MLS and, you know, letting it sell itself. Well, yeah, and then that becomes an easy sale versus, you know, somebody who... Uh, doesn't want to really necessarily work with realtors. They feel like they can do it on their own and they just want the paperwork done. Yeah, exactly. I liken it a lot to like an attorney. Like when you hire an attorney, you can hire an attorney just to do paperwork for you, or you can hire the attorney to represent you in the court of law and have fiduciary responsibility. It's kind of like the same thing. Um, So it's just kind of different, different ways of practicing real estate, right? Yeah. Yep. 100%. Um, and then we kind of alluded to the whole dual agency. Yep. That's when you're representing both sides and that can get really messy, which is why designated agency comes into play because technically when you sign a buyer agency contract or a listing contract, you are signing that with the broker. Right. Now you're working with the licensee and if you have like the exclusive right to sell, then you know, you're working with that, that agent. But if there's dual agency that comes into play, 
designated agency is a good tool for the broker to basically split it up amongst two different licensees okay. to make sure that there's, you know, accountability and loyalty and disclosure, yep. uh, you know, confidentiality, making yep. sure they're not, you know, talking amongst themselves right. of like, oh, well, you know, my guy said that he would take it this, you know, and have so, you ever done a dual agency? I'll have done many. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm doing two right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's pretty simple because they're, right. They're on the same page. So the yeah, buyer yeah. and the seller, like I'm yeah. not really coming to play too much in terms of negotiations. So yeah. where it gets messy is when there's a lot of the negotiating that goes on. Right. Absolutely. Uh, every every transaction I've done through dual agency, knock on wood, <laughs> is uh, you know, I have had zero issues from a negotiating standpoint. Yeah. Now if it were to start getting messy from a negotiation standpoint, I would else bring somebody in. else. Yeah. 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 Because it's like, okay, well, you're asking for a lot and they're asking for a lot right. and it gets really messy and hairy and I don't want to choose sides yeah so, so far to date i've had smooth transactions through dual agency where yeah you know i'm representing both of them and both of their interests but their interests align and right. everybody just wants to get the deal across the finish line yep, yep. and there's no like animosity there yeah yeah, yeah. There's no issues yeah so no that's good and i know it gets really messy i've heard some horror stories yeah it, it does sometimes sometimes they're smooth and sometimes they're not <laughs> yeah yeah case by case basis which yeah. is everything in this. at 100 percent. i mean there, there are some <laughs> some clients and some houses that are you know <laughs> not not, not worth not worth any commission <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah there's a there's Interesting scenarios. Those always turn into awesome stories yes. at the end of the day. And learning lessons. You know, yeah. it, it makes for a good learning lesson to be able to talk through the team and yeah. talk through other agents and say, okay, well, have you ever dealt with this? No, yep. well, listen to this. <laughs> you know, Got some stories. Maybe we should make a make a YouTube on uh, just different stories that yeah. we've either heard or had experienced ourselves in the past. Yeah, definitely. That'd be a good time. I got a few for sure. Some wild ones. Awesome. Once well, sold I, a house that didn't exist. Oh yeah, yeah. We that was a good one. That was more that was wholesaling more than the realtor side. But yeah, we'll we'll have to do that. But yeah, I think that's a good place to to yeah. leave this one. Kind of touched base on all, everything. So that's agency for you guys. If yep. you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out to either of us. Yep. And um, look forward to doing another one. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you guys watching. If you got value out of today's video, please like, subscribe, and leave a comment down below. Ask us any questions that you might have or anything that you want us to touch on that we haven't already let us know so we can make a video on it awesome. appreciate it guys thanks guys